0: I'm also an immigrant. I uh, came here when I was uh, four years old and didn't know any English. And actually, uh, my parents couldn't afford a babysitter, so they actually like bought cable. Um, so I grew up watching movies. It kind of is who I am. This is the Insurance Technology Podcast, where we bring interesting people from across the insurance ecosystem to discuss and debate technology's impact on the industry. Join us each episode for insights and best practices from industry stewards and tomorrow's innovators.
1: Another startup in the hot seat. And today I have Alan Ringwald. <laughs>
0: hey, Kristen. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? So I'm good. just kind of wanted to uh, get to know you a little better um, and we'll do some work and some personal as well. So um, when it comes to work, uh, is mm-hmm. there a boss or mentor? That has made yeah. a, a true impact in your career and why?
0: Yeah. Um I'd say like unofficial boss was my my grandfather on my dad's side, uh, entrepreneur, uh, immigrant himself. He actually like moved from Hungary to Uruguay um during like the whole whole World War II thing. Um, and started a travel agency. And I kind of grew up working with him and like even as a little kid, I was like out there selling with him and kind of watching him do his thing. And I think I, it, it, he rubbed off on me a lot. So um, I, I'm going to stick with that. My grandfather.
1: That's cool. It, it's a, yeah. an industry you don't hear many people going into anymore, right?
0: <laughs> you know what? It's actually coming back now just because of how terrible travel is. Um, <laughs> kind of want some help. But yeah, totally. It kind of went away there.
1: Kind of like insurance, right? You realize that you need uh, an advisor <laughs> exactly. to help you get the best thing
0: exactly exactly
1: um so this could be work or personal but uh yeah. best advice you ever got and from who
0: yeah no that's a good question um yeah i'm gonna go to history for this one uh to my good friend uh tr uh teddy roosevelt um i just thought he was so, so cool i've read a lot about him and he always said this one thing that stuck with me even as a little kid it was uh, get action. So just like the idea of just going out there making contact with the world and seeing what happens from there. I always thought that was like super real and valuable. It's like always better to go out and do stuff than like talk about it or think about it kind of a deal. So that that's one. And like, I think kind of like maybe some early work experiences. So, um... I, you know, I worked, I'm not going to say the company name, but I worked at this place where we hired all these like top executives kind of when I was younger in my career. And I got to work with all of them. And they were like super like touted, like big names, like C-level people from large corporations. And in working them, I was like, wow, nobody knows anything. It's not just me. It's like, we're all just kind of out here making stuff up as we go along. And no one's better than anybody else at anything. Anyone can kind of do anything. And that really was like a impressionable thing for me to to kind of really understand at a young age that just because you're some big title doesn't mean you know better than anybody else, so yeah, I don't know if that's useful, but it's just it's truth
1: no I think you know yeah. there's there's definitely been situations in my my own career that you kind of see that right that you know we we all have the ability to to bring something to the table exactly, yeah exactly, yeah. All right. So these are some of the quick hits. So favorite movie.
0: You know, I grew up like movies are actually kind of like, so I, uh, I'm I'm also an immigrant. Uh, I came here when I was uh, four years old and didn't know any English. And actually, uh, my parents couldn't afford a babysitter. So they actually like bought a, bought cable. Um, so I grew up watching movies. It kind of is who I am. Um, so it's like a very deep question actually. It sounds like simple. So I don't actually have like a favorite, but if you really want to like, like if if we're going to boil it down, it's probably like Back to the Future 2 or like Karate Kid, the original, like one, two, and three, not four. Um, So (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think Back to the Future, it kind of just reminds you of like, I I think of a certain generation that was part of us growing up, right? All of those. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I, as a kid, I was like, that's a perfect movie. Uh, nothing's ever going to be better than that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And now I show my kids and they're like, you know, because they're so used to like the way that all right. of the <laughs> the special effects are now. <laughs> like I know.
0: Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still want that sports almanac, though. Still yeah. looking for it. There yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite music genre?
0: Also very tough question. Um, I kind of like grew up like the reason I even love music is just like listening to the Beatles growing up. Like that was even from the early stuff all the way through, it was always the most impressionable, but as a child of the nineties, you know, it's like, I could not, not say like nineties hip hop would probably be like, just like literally growing up being like, I'm aging myself, but like kind of growing up in that era, I was like, this is incredible. This is the best. And I still like at the end of the day, go back there even without anything new. So yeah, kind of like, I don't know, those two probably.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a a wide spectrum, right? But I I guess that's, you know, common for most people. There's not just one type of music that you listen to. It kind of depends on your mood or what you're trying to do, right? So exactly. Um, so the last event that you purchased a ticket for and attended.
0: So I'm in Cleveland, Ohio right now. Um, I actually just went to a Guardians game—it's a new name. Um, so that was fun. Um, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I love sports and I love like going to live sporting events. And uh, it was not disappointing. It's always super fun, mainly because I get to eat. Like it's almost like calories don't count at a professional sports stadium. So kind of went nuts there. Yeah.
1: So so what do you what do you get at the concession stand?
0: You get definitely a hot dog. You have to get like multiple hot dogs, uh, a lot of popcorn, some peanuts, just everything. Like, yeah, just close your eyes and chomp on something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, so I live in Massachusetts. And so, you know, going to Fenway, I, I would not consider myself a, a huge baseball fan, but there's something yeah. about the energy of going to the stadium. Right? It? It's awesome.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: All right. So, and again, this this would not be a podcast that we would be a part of. We didn't talk about cars. So mm. <laughs> the first car you, I guess, drove that whether you bought it or was given to you, but the first car you ever drove.
0: Yeah, no. Um, and going to be disappointed because I am not much of a car guy, but, and so this might be an embarrassing answer, but my first car that I bought was actually, and I don't know why, but a Nissan Xterra. If you remember those cars, yeah, kind of a funky looking. <laughs> it was white. It was bad. It was not a good idea. Um, looking back, and uh, yeah, so not proud, but just got to be <laughs> honest with you.
1: It got you from point A to point B, right?
0: It did. It did in some style for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, and so what's your current vehicle?
0: Don't have one. Don't have one. Um, like I've been I lived in LA for a long time. I'm kind of transitioning out of there and not sure exactly where, but so kind of gave everything up. And so Uber's been my primary mode of transportation. So I know I'm gonna get beat up for that. But uh yeah. That's I think truth. it also
1: depends on, like you said, where you are. Um you yeah. know, you just you don't if you have a place that has decent public transportation or Uber access, yeah. Um there's really no need for it.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I'll get one eventually, but also cars are like crazy right now, right? Oh, yeah. Like the supply chain, it's like I might have to wait. It's like almost like buying a house. Like now is not the time, you know. Like you got to wait till things settle. So, yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Well, I guess so. My last question: Why did you agree to be on the podcast with Reed?
0: I think Reed is a super interesting guy. He's just like he'll say what he thinks. And I appreciate that. I'm kind of the same way. I'm super transparent. And I think we're just going to have a blast. Like just talking to each other.
1: All right. Well, we are looking forward to having you and thanks for spending the time with us. And uh, we'll have the the longer interview with Reed coming up. Can't wait.
0: Thank you, Kristen. The insurance technology podcast is a production of Ivan's Visit insuretechpod.com to contact us, suggest a topic or guest for an upcoming show, and subscribe to be notified when our latest podcast is available. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app. It's where you can also leave us a rating and a review that helps other people find the show. Thanks for listening.